Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Xbox the Box. My name is Potato Chief and I'm here with my good friend, Proper Necro, for episode 6 of the best Xbox podcast that has two people who are proud of Pride. Because it's Pride Month. I can't think of a better intro than that. Uh, hi, how are you doing, Alice? I'm good, thanks. And, yeah, I think it's particularly a good month, even though others viewed it as corporations like uh, like cashing in this whole stuff and like say, oh, LGBT issues. Anyway, buy our merchandise. But I think for us, it's just like the case for us to be like, become who we are and somehow embrace ourselves. So, yeah. I, mean, I mean, this it, isn't a corp. This isn't a corporate cash grab from us because we genuinely uh, believe in pride here. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm like a heterosexual white male cis. So I mean, obviously, I don't really fit into any of the categories. I guess they 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 call me an ally, which I don't really understand. I feel like you say all straight people are the enemy apart from the allies. That that being said, I never understood the ally thing. But I technically, be an ally in the LGBTQ thing, but. Uh, Alice is a prominent member of the LGBTQ um, yes, community. Yes, and I'm a trans woman. Uh, I am white and I am bisexual as well. But uh, but yeah, I think because of this, I am like part of this whole spectrum. And it's really important to have allies and like try to fight for our rights. But bear in mind that it's still like early days, like you still have like support for like uh gay lesbian and bisexual people but in the moment like yeah. trans people out there are having a rights uh threatened also yeah. the the pride also like covers the uh blame communities like black and non-white and and it just relates to like how they've been affected especially in america since you have a juneteenth yeah. stuff going on as well so i think it's a month for them and us as well. I mean, yeah, so obviously as someone who's a, like an ally or slightly outside of the LGBTQ community, it's also important for people like me who's cis white male to support everyone and try, you know, I feel like everyone in society should be treated equally and fairly. And I feel, I feel I'm very prominently about it in the, uh, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and I just, I, I, I am who I am and I feel happy in my own skin and I feel proud that I have someone like you on my po- on the podcast with me who had to str- had to struggle and to f- just to pr- to be who they want to be and you know I-, I think it's important that we fight f- and stand behind people who t- so they can be themselves I think it's important and, and I do believe pride's a very important thing even if it is being corporate corporate has been become part of corporate synergy to, to put yeah. labels and everything uh, for a month. Well, I do think it's important. Yeah, and thank you for doing this like special episode because knowing it's like still June and we're heading towards July, we just end up mm-hmm. like doing a special episode because there's much to talk about, like pride and everything around it, and it still matters to uh, them on Xbox, but. In comparison yeah. to how you wake up, quite often I wake up and I suddenly be reminded, not the case of like who I am. Of course, I know as I'm like trans, but just imagine that you wake up in an environment and you just grow up in an environment where p- 
people just don't really respect who you are yeah. and uh, working to roll your rights back just for their own sakes. Like, you yeah. you have turfs and many uh, other bigots who are trying to roll back the rights of trans people. And they're even, like, trying yeah. to make it difficult for us to access meds, uh, make it difficult for us to get on with our lives. And more recently, that both the swimming uh, organization FINA, I think, and the International Rugby have actually banned trans women in international sports of rugby and swimming. Didn't know that. So it just shows that there's still prejudice and a lot of witch hunting coming on, which means trans people are pretty much going through the same grief as what this is in the late 80s. Like the late 80s, there's a lot more awareness for gay and lesbian people, but they've also been like hit really bad, and there's a lot of people who are homophobic towards them, which leads to Section 28, which means any of us would not be able to promote homosexuality, which also affects on our trans identities. If you, because if you think about it, there's a lot of trans people, especially in the 70s, and it was used to be easy to change your birth certificate by request, but now they just like make it more harder for us to legalize our identities, which now we have to deal with a DRA to change our identities, get legally recognized by the panel of people, which would take months. It's currently cost right. 100 pounds, which is going to change to five crits, but yeah, you, yeah, there's a chance you may have it rejected. Then you have uh, the NHS GICs, which currently people who are on the wait, waiting list will have to wait years for them to be seen by the GIC, which means um, not everyone's going to be able to see them like quite easily. Like I've been referred to the GIC yeah. in 2017. Then I have to wait five years. I've currently been waiting five years and I have yet to get to the first appointment. So for many of us, we still have to like go to the private clinic and we have to like use our savings to go for surgery. But not everyone is able to afford that. So it is, it's just all this uh, bullshit going on that somehow whenever I wake up, instead of like feeling great about who I am, I suddenly... I tend to, um, I tend to like feel as if like there's people who are willing to invalidate me or treat as if all my issues I have, all the dysphoria I have, doesn't really exist to them, and this is like very painful. Yeah. So just imagine if you are like a man who woke up and then realized you actually not on the man, and somehow people treat you differently, then it is that painful as you could probably imagine. I mean, I, I didn't know half the stuff you just said, so I and I tried to think I'm quite knowledgeable about most of this stuff. I try and think I'm knowledgeable, but I didn't know half of that. And, I mean, that's what the importance of Pride is, is that we need to discuss these things. That's bullshit. A lot of the stuff that you said, I think that is completely wrong. They should you know, be treated like a second-class citizen, essentially. Um... So, I'm sorry you have to go through that. I mean, I, I, I yeah, it's, I it's, it's just a right now that, that we're like that still. 
Yeah, this it's is. just the current government at the moment is. I really hate to get into a lot of political stuff, but but, I, no, but bear with me. <laughs> it's just like it is still a lot of bullshit if you think about it because the current government, like originally, there were proposals where they're going to keep the people out of the uh, the single sex spaces and they're trying to remove the, uh, trans people's right to use the bathroom of their choosing and they were going to have security checks and they're going to get rid of educations for like young trans children but then those proposals didn't go through thankfully but there's yeah. been an increased amount of transphobia which with many celebrities coming up and supporting more anti-trans rhetoric and yeah. at the moment that even the current government not only like somehow says a lot of things that are anti-trans but also it just seems that for whichever rights and any improvements to our lives it just gets dismissed as if we're looking for more whites and it gets kicked into the grass so instead all yeah. of us have to be in resistance not only that you also have homosexual people like gay lesbian and and bisexual like yeah. there's there's you still have hate crime going on and there's even more hate crime against them and the bane communities and it's it hasn't been totally addressed plus the confession therapy like there's going to be like one coming up but there's n currently no plans to be able to get the trans conversion therapy banned even though they're looking to discuss about applying it but there's even like exceptions like if you like they're talking about adults consenting to it or any religious exceptions they're they're likely to put those in there which means these are not much of a bans so it's just no. like there's so much going on like there's safe to me be me campaign which is supposed to be on uh, this month but it's been cancelled and it's been won by uh, a lot of government that somehow not only like is apparently transphobic but they're also like yeah. anti-LGBT in the sense that they treat us like second class citizens so to you it's just like uh, rigidly you may not be aware of this but you just end up having to learn so much, especially when your friends are coming out as gay, trans, yeah. or even lesbian, which means it's just like, you just understand more of their pain and you feel like it's a much bigger problem than you have anticipated as before. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, it's, <laughs> I mean, you've made a lot of stuff. I, I honestly didn't know half the stuff you've just said there, which is, mind-boggling to me i mean i feel like i do feel like we we are kind of going backwards a bit as as humanity in general the amount of right-wing like stuff happening in, in the I, I obviously don't want to get political but um like the amount like you obviously that's how trump got in is the right-wing re rhetoric right mm. you know there's a lot of countries that are voting that way uh, i don't understand i've never understood it I've always said my entire life I never understood people who vote Tory. I'm going to just say it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've never understood why you would vote that way. Because well, bear mind that. The people in the UK are working... Well, I mean, most people are working class. Um, be, to be working class 
means that you have to work for a living, get up and make a work for a living. So I don't understand why you would vote for someone who makes your life worse. Well, I think it's just that I don't understand it's, that. There's some like irony that even though the Conservatives somehow are known to be like give uh, the working class and those on the lower end of a, of a monetary spectrum, like they seem to be easily dismissed and they know to give, be given disadvantages yeah. to them. But they have made strides like they allowed uh, same-sex marriage. There's Theresa May coming in and they have a... And she delivered a supportive LGBT action plan that could have improved, especially for self-ID for trans and non-binary people and even like yeah. have uh, conversion bans. But... As soon as the current government comes it steps in with Boris Johnson in, the the action plan yeah. got pretty much scrapped and kicked into the grass and now it's just gone worse. Plus it's not just like about the LGBT issues. You have people being sent to Renanda and the yeah. home office well, bullshit. Ridiculous. And now they're just yeah. looking to replace the European European Human Rights Commission with the Bill of Rights, which means they're really like trying to rewrite rules now that they're not part of the European Union. And that is one yeah. of the things that I am most frightened about in the future because because it seems it's not just the government, but also the people are willing to allow uh, prejudice into the country that somehow yeah. it could make our lives harder. Of course, I would like to be hopeful and say that we would persevere and somehow our lives would improve. And even look at the, the brighter side of life. I mean, there's sunshine out at the moment, but then when you've realised yeah. that not only your rights are being uh, threatened, but also the identities are not really being validated to, to extend that, it just seems as if it doesn't really matter to a lot of people out there. And it seems to be based on their ignorance. Like, they still believe in a lot of old things that are currently outdated of what we've been doing with. It's, it's really bad. Yeah. It's... Re it's... Yeah. And I, I, I really honestly don't know what to say, really. It's, it is... It, yeah, it's just horrible. I don't, I don't understand why uh, people are still prejudiced and I, I never... I, I, like, I've grown up... I've, I'm very, I'm very lefty, I guess. Uh, what people would say, because like, I, I don't understand why people don't want like uh, uh, homophobic or sexist or, or transphobic or racist. I just don't understand that. It's like, like, what? Because someone's got a different color skin, they're like inferior to you. I don't understand that. Like, or because they someone finds someone attractive that you don't, or like, what did, what business is that of yours, or what gender someone thinks that like what gender people are or but or like uh, identify as like what difference does that make to your life why do you like why do you feel like you should be able to control other people's lives and what do other people feel and how people, other people should be treated like i've never it's, understood it and i uh, it boggles my it still boggles my mind i don't i, I never understood why people would ever have that mindset i mean obviously it's usually a it's usually an upbringing thing, I, I imagine, I or like an old-fashioned thing. But even then, it's like I, I don't. I feel like people should just educate themselves a bit better when it comes to yes. stuff like that. 
That's right. And there's even an LGBT education going on in Scotland, which I hope it will inspire other parts of the country to adopt it. Also, the Wales are willing to allow more LGBT education in, and they seem to be supportive of trans people as well. So hopefully things will get better. It's just in England at the moment that it's like we have to like yeah. fight to protect our rights, uh, no matter despite of what others think. But it's not just a case yeah. of like people controlling people or having to pull them under iron fist. It's actually to do with their traditional default culture. Like, if there's anything yep. that comes with like how people act differently when it comes to romance, their identities, or even like their cultures, then it would interfere with their default culture. And lots of people yep. in Britain are like. They're not really, like, a lot of them are religious these days, but a lot of it is just, like, how they respect their history, their figures, and that's not, e not even, like, acknowledging of what's uh, going around them. Hence that it's been recently noted there's a bit of genocide going on, like, how we in, like, the middle stages of it, how we just be vilified and somehow treated yeah. as if, like, we're... Uh, causing a threat to their culture like if you compare it to like the holocaust and even yeah. the british empire with taking over the nations you can see the genocide going on and yeah. racist attacks happened there's even attacks on uh like lgbt people as well and now once the genocide passes many people seem to be uh like brushing it over the well like how much they deny about Holocaust and all those things like that and they seem to quickly forget about what British Empire does like they did a lot of savory and apparently Winston Churchill yeah. has some controversies there but these have been like oh, yeah. quickly dismissed by other people and feel as if Winston Churchill is a hero and they don't seem to care too much about what uh, British Empire has done in the past so I think it's really yeah. important for us to be like for us to be aware about those issues and also support others who have been dealing with those same kind of issues. So it's yeah. it's just, it's really difficult. I mean, That's yeah. all I can say. No, I understand. I mean, the Winston Churchill thing always strikes a note with me because people always go, the greatest Briton, the greatest British person who ever lived, Winston Churchill. It's like, he was kind of a dick. If you look mm. into his history, he did some horrible things. I mean, he won us the war, which, you know, thank God we haven't got that to is in charge. But honestly, he was like, I, I, I'm going to give a lot of shit for that, probably. But he's the lesser of two evils. He wasn't the, he, he's not the, the, if you look at some history when it comes to Winston Churchill, he's not the, uh, the sparkly clean uh, face of justice that a lot of people make out that he is. Um, yeah, like uh, being Welsh and working class, I don't have a, a massive affinity for uh, Margaret Thatcher or Winston Churchill. Let's just put it that way. They, uh, the yeah, they weren't very good to us or either, as well as like yeah. If it's well, best the, not the, to. The less said the about less him with uh, <laughs> him, like sort of talking about Gandhi, the oh, better, because uh, yes. there's a two differences here. Well, three differences. For what is perceived, Gandhi somehow like helped gain independence from India, and that's it. 
then if you go down yeah. the rabbit hole, well, if then you notice that Winston Churchill hasn't played nice with him. But if you took yeah. if you take the civilization games there, the history is quite different. I mean, you don't you probably know like how Gandhi have played out in the game of civilization. <laughs> it's just like those yes. differences like that and you can see like how people's Fine. perspectives go. <laughs> I was going to say we finally back onto video games after 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we need to like begin the podcast and move on uh, because otherwise it'll be not X marks a box. It'll be called uh, what's that thing that Alex Jones does? The anti info wars. Uh, the anti, yeah. This, I mean, this episode is called Pride uh, Gaming with Pride, so you uh, it's got a pride flag. I'm trying to give people warning ahead that this is what the episode's about. But it is important. Top, it is an important topic. Um, we're going to talk more about video games now, though, and then we'll come back. To, maybe we'll come back to it at the end of the episode when we've covered all the video game stuff. But it does feel a bit trivial talking about video games when we've been talking about uh, human history. We're talking about st- like very deep stuff there. Uh, and I do so, appreciate that you're so open about all this stuff as well, because um, anyway, it, it's um, one of those things. So, so uh, what have you been playing? Um, so, uh, <laughs> have you played like the Fall Guys or the Halo stuff yes. that so, Three okay, Three so what... Industries keep screwing over? <laughs> so, what have you played this week? Uh, yeah, so Elden Ring again. Been playing a bit of that, trying to get all my stuff together so I can start a new game plus. Four guys, a lot of fun. I already got a load of achievements or trophies on the PS4 version, so when I moved it across, all my achievements just popped instantly, and it was beautiful. I loved it. Six yeah. score for just loading up a game. Yeah, I just like. I never... <laughs> yeah, I just loaded it up Fall Guys, and yeah, it does require you can sign up with your Epic Games account, and I just got in, yeah. but I had to like start from scratch because I got oh. the PC version of like. Uh, Fall Guys, which I got some of the yeah. unlockables there, but I haven't linked it up with the Epic Games account yet, so I had to go into Steam, do that, and see if the tr- content transfers over, and see if I can get achievements that way, but yeah, it's just yeah. I played a few matches on the PC, so I won't oh, so get fun. much really. I love Fall Guys, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward because there's a Halo costumes coming out I want to look like Master Chief as like a bean, like like that's what they're like bean characters, are they? So like, I want to be Bean Master Chief. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, actually, so on, speaking of which, Halo Infinite store this week, like they got different coatings and they're like samey yeah. or some sort. But one of the items you can get on the assault rifle is the Gadoot, which is a Master Chief with a smaller head, and you can just put it on the back of your <laughs> uh, Magnum. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll have to try that. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look at... It's been a while since I've been... Uh, oh, I played really a little bit of Halo, but I basically played it until the... Because there's like a uh, event that goes on every couple of weeks, so I just basically did the event, and then as soon as the event finished, I stopped playing. Uh, yeah, so I when think the event it's... comes back, I'll be back on it. Yeah, it's just gone really stale. Like, um, I mean, turn my event, I just ran out of juice for it, so I didn't get the weekly awards for weeks five and six and i was like yeah. well, what's the point of like going through an eagle like i almost missed out on the second week by getting to level 20 
So I managed to grind at the last minute, get it done, and then this week is pretty much practically nothing. Like, if you haven't yeah. done the battle pass or or even, like, you want more stuff, then you can still play. But this is it. Like, um, yeah, still no new content. It's 343, like, still holding back stuff. So, and now this is a store this week. They brought back the Warmaster set that is from, like, many weeks ago. So it's oh. just like, so oh well. Out of stuff already. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, I don't know how we. I don't know what they're doing. They need to work on content, man. But it's it's it's, it's maddening. I'm still playing it, but obviously they need more. Um, well, yeah. I think it's slowly becoming from like lacking content to dog shit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been playing a bit of Halo. Playing Elden Ring again, playing a bit of Fall Guys, which is great. If you haven't played Fall Guys, I love it. It's great. It's like Mario Party mixed with like Battle Royale. It's a lot of fun. So I re- highly yeah. recommend it because it's only just come to Xbox and it's free, so you don't have to pay anything to so just play it. It's quite do it, fun. Do it, do it, do it, uh, <clears throat> do it. Are you sure? Now, download it. Yeah. Are you sure it's like uh, that title, Fall Guys? Does it have the, the Fall Guys on it? Old. The ultimate knockout. <laughs> I can't remember the sentence. Four guys, fur, the ultimate knockout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Four guys, fur, ultimate knockout. Oh my you... days. Or is it like fur, four uh, guys, and fur, ultimate knockout? Season one. I have no Well, <laughs> catch up, you silly billies, and do it. <laughs> this, joke, this joke, I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. But uh, if you get the season playing... pass on it, the the full guys, yeah. you also got the NCO costume of it. So do it, do it, do it, do it. Yes. I have NCO. I have the top half of my character is NCO, and the bottom half, I got the paint that makes him look like he's got his underwear on. So it just looks like he's running around with like no with no trousers on, just running around his underwear with NCO top. I, mm. That always amuses me. I don't know why that makes me laugh every time, but it does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Four Guys is great. Uh, have you played TMNT Strider's Revenge? Or also known as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Strider's Revenge? Because that's our Game Pass. Yeah. That's Wait another a big game. It's so fun. Is it on Game Pass already? Yeah, it came out last week. Oh, wow. I should check that out. Because oh, we'll, I have have to to... That. We'll, we'll have to play that. Because I thought I have to buy that, but if it comes out of the Game Pass, then... Yeah, my wallet is safe. Yeah, so Game Pass. Which, leave so the leave import- luck to heaven which, with this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The important question is, what turtle are you? What's your favourite turtle of the four of them? Um, squirrel turtles and go April and Neil. <laughs> oh, that's an easy answer, isn't it? <laughs> that's April and Neil. Uh, I've always been a Leonardo fan myself, but, but then as an adult, I started to respect Michelangelo a lot more. He just—he's just a chill party dude. He just wants to enjoy life. I kind of—I kind of respect Michelangelo a lot more. I also think he might be a pothead. I don't know if Top of the Turtles <laughs> smoke marijuana, but I assume uh, Michelangelo probably does. He seems that would explain all those munchies going on <laughs> and the munchies. Yeah, <laughs> he's a real cool. Uh, uh, and that's like they call him it, the cool uh, chill dude or whatever. Yeah, Michelangelo I relate to a lot more now, but I think I've always been a Leonardo fan, so I gotta stick with my boy Leonardo. Mm. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, yeah, definitely if you play think that. about game of the week next week. But if you think about it, um, Turtles and Time, I tend to go like Dom because he's got a longer switch. So, I mean, the longer the, your weapon See, is, easier the. the yeah, that's right. It's just much easier. But I, I don't know that. how the. You're just, like super, you're just being super technical with it. I'm just like, I like him, he has swords. Yay. <laughs> and he's got a blue bandana. And <laughs> he can like, slice pizza. Iframes. It's like yours, like iframes. Reach slightly has two more pixels extra onto the staff so we can hit people for it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, his move takes 0.5 seconds to come out for instead of 2.5 seconds so you can hit twice as many players yeah and I they know said people they... who are like that with fighting games yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people who are like that with fighting games yeah and they say did uh didn't add a fifth turtle in you remember the one of the late 90s show the next mutation I do not remember the fifth turtle is it fifth turtle yeah it's like a girl tell like I don't remember oh. her name, but it's just like where's the like boo bandana, but it was like quickly forgotten because I think it's just like sticking there's to no the four like turtles. It. Oh, at least yeah. there's like Casey and April, and there's like turtles collection going on, and yeah, the Dada. Yeah. Well, Cowboy collection, yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, it looks so good. It's so fun. it is a lot of fun. We should definitely play it this week. Is there anything else you've been playing? Um, well, uh, before I get to the most obvious choice, I've okay. I've touched on some other games because uh, I got a uh, Star Wars Birth Skywalker Saga. I almost said like ah. Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which I got it on the sale yeah. for twenty quid, so I finally gave in. Nice. So I got it downloaded, and I have yet to play it. So. Because yeah, you know the, Leg- the Lego one, right? The the latest one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good. I haven't got around to it yet. Yeah, but you never guess what, why I didn't play it. Uh, I don't know. God, Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft, of course. Ah, uh, Minecraft Legends. I need that game in my life. <laughs> well, for now, I've been building more farms trying to build a storage room and I've been getting like lots of stuff from the never but what I did discover in 1.19 like I found the most fun thing I can ever do like I was like eh, it's alright 1.18 more depth so even better for me but now it's like 1.19 come across and I thought oh my gosh I, f- I just made a breakthrough so, you know that there's like frogs not bow toads, right? <laughs> yeah. So you get like frogs that if you get the you breed them you get eggs that hatch into tadpoles. So if the tadpoles like yeah. uh like grow or as in Pokemon terms, evolve into a frog, like if they're in a dry uh biome, they turn white. If they grow in a temperate like field for instance they turn into orange frog, but we do know we do know like say oh we what about the green frogs because that's what we remember the most. Well, I think that's simple. You just go into a cold biome, like I went into an ice biome and bred frogs there, and I got tons of like green frogs and like oh my gosh, 
Like, if you put the one set of eggs there, they will hatch into, like, two to six tadpoles. Like, I was hoping to get, like, a couple of oh. green frogs, but now you get, like, loads of green frogs as well. I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought... But then I just discovered something. Like, if you gave it another... If you get them to eat magic cubes, you get frog lights. It's like the underwater lights, except these are like yeah. more natural. You can get them oh. in, get them in purple, which has it's which is gained from the white frog. You get the yellow one that is from the orange frog, and there's a third one which is like green one, which you can get one by uh, having the green frog eat the magma cube. And I thought, oh gosh, this is going to be a bit of a tough thing because magma cubes are a bitch to uh, get rid of. So yeah. I went into the nether, find the basalt, and I, hey, I found it. And lots of magma cubes. So need to set up the, oh, set up their shelter, find ways to get the blackstone. Oh, what about the frog rides? Oh, it's easy. Uh, you put frogs on leads, get them down the stairs... Play the hell march okay. from Commander Conquer uh, Redbird. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when I put them into the Never, I just put them on the put them in the post, had them tied to the leads, and then kill uh, magma keys before they get turned small, so they can fit through like a two by one uh, hole. And then once they come over, they start eating them up, like the game of oh. Hungry Hippos. So, I just got this cool idea oh, that if I have three frogs, tie them in the never, leave them bask for a bit. But when I'm ready to get more frog lights, I take all three of them, go down, play the hell march, yeah. and then put them in the shelter, get them, <laughs> get them ready. And then once the magma cubes start spawning, making sure the gas doesn't notice me, they just fly in, and we're just I just host the game. So, like you get different coloured frogs, I set them up so they would get points by eating magma cubes, and you can tell by the amount of frog lights they got. So, so I did yeah. did the run of a game, eat some magma cubes, and then frog lights. Oh, the turns out that I got more green ones, which means the green frog is winning. <laughs> oh, right, okay. So it kind of reminds it's me shame. of one of those, uh, like, Disney rides where you've got, like, a blaster and you shoot enemies and get some points and see which one of them gets the most points. It just works in that way. <laughs> <laughs> Random, I love it. <laughs> so then I just got some frog lights, put them into the storage room, and I'm like, yeah, this is definitely good. But it's just really interesting. That, if you yeah. put all three of them together, you just get this like memorizing otherworldly look and like, oh, oh. this is a never, but then there's like purple, yellow, green, and like, hmm. <laughs> Very pride colours. <laughs> well, not Rainbow. pride colours, but some sort of a bit of a hypnotizing stuff like that. But yeah, it's just one of those things. It just makes me love frogs in Minecraft. I have to try it. I still haven't tried the. I haven't really come back to it since. I need to try the frog update. I need to try and get some frogs. Yeah, um, what I can tell you is, if you want to breed them, you need to put them in the pen. Make sure you put the roof because they will jump oh off over the fences unless you can put eight squares of it high. And then yeah. you need to make a pool of tap water in, 
So all the frogs can breathe right. into it, get tadpoles, and that way you have plenty of frogs. The only thing you can get are blue frogs. Would be nice to get uh, blue frog lights. And you can't feed them cocoa beans to get yep. chocolate frogs. So you just only get three colours. But just imagine like you get blue ones as well. So, wow, cool. <laughs> yeah, I need to play it. Um, sh- uh, should we get on with the news? I mean, I love talking about Minecraft, especially the next person. But we're, we're, we're running long already. <laughs> we're already going, oh, 40 minutes. Really, crikey. Um, Let's turn from politics to specific gaming news. Gaming news. I gotta come up with a jingle for that. (laughs) Yeah. Gaming news brought to you by um, a pack of the crisps and a cat fiddling with it. Deal with it. Uh, Right. So the big news is. The Final Fantasy remake, uh, AK, uh, remake part two, aka Final Fantasy Rebirth, is not coming to Xbox. Boo! Uh, Screw Square Enix. Screw Square Enix. That's very mean of you to do that. I, I'm very upset. We're getting Crisis Core, which is going to be cool. Um, but why are we getting the main game? That's weird to me. Um, uh, well, I, uh, uh, the. Yeah, Ready, so I, I played the Crisis Core on PSP. So is it actually a remake of it? I believe so. Yeah, it's, they said it's uh, in the, in the, it's going to have the same mechanics and stuff, but it looks like Final Fantasy VII remake essentially. Oh, it's right. going to play like the original Crisis Core, from what I've heard. I might be wrong about that, but that's what I've heard. Um, I mean, this begs the question. To, this is what I always feel like. It's always my answer to everything. Is it about time that Xbox buy Sega already? Just buy Sega. Yes. We'll have Persona, Yakuza. You you keep your Final Fantasies. We'll just have Persona. I'm cool with that. <laughs> oh, and I mean, not only that, you don't you. They seem Sonic. to be forgetting the 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 rival to Final Fantasy, right? Fantasy Fantasy right. Star. Oh yeah, Fantasy Star. I forgot about Fantasy Star. Why Yakuza, go Persona? Why complain uh, about Final Fantasy if you can get Fantasy Star? It's about time we definitely get a final, uh, some Fantasy Star Five, and not just online stuff. Yeah. So yeah, just well, do it. I mean, Xbox is now the home of the Western RPG, right? We have Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Starfield, um, Outer Worlds, Wasteland, uh, Avowed. Fable, like none of that was coming to the to the PlayStation. But PlayStation are like, we're keeping the JRPGs to ourselves. You want Japanese stuff, you're gonna have to fight hard for it. Which is, you know, I feel like we need to invest more in Japan and get some Japanese role player games as well onto the Xbox side. We get Persona, but how how long did we wait to get Persona? Well, that was a journey (laughs) to get Persona over here. I don't know if I would be playing much Persona, but it's still good. You can even get on the PC. But as you say, it's just... Originally, it's like PlayStation is a good platform for uh, JRPGs and Japanese games there. But now, it just seems like the Sony is changing their tactics. Like, their main headquarters are now in America. And they made changes like... They prioritize on American studios. They even, like, changed the controller layout for 
Japanese players because you used to press the oh, circle true, yeah. to accept items or press X to back off. Yeah. Now it's just switched over again to like X and circle. Way. Yeah. yeah, and they're also the consoles are ridiculously big when the Japanese market seems to be veering towards more mobile platforms. So it just seems to be true, the yeah. seems to be the case that now I think people are just like moving over to other platforms like mobiles and yeah. Nintendo. So it's I like think I feel this... like Xbox is trying to it feels like Xbox are trying to get into Japan with stuff like cloud streaming in the Series S and the smaller console and all that. And and PlayStation are trying to get more into the Western market, which is quite funny. They like yeah. to swap places. <laughs> um so... Yeah, so I mean, the big news obviously is Final Fantasy VII Remake, Rebirth, PS5 exclusive, and also no sign of Remake coming to Part 1 coming to Xbox. Like, what what kind of exclusivity deals do they have with, with, with Square Enix? Everyone thought it was a year exclusivity. Now it's been two years, and there's still no sign. Well, it worries um, me. bear in mind, uh, Final Fantasy VII is originally a exclusive to the Sony PlayStation. So I think you have to bear in mind yes. that anything that is majorly Final Fantasy VII, they just stick it on the PlayStation. Doesn't always work for everything because you even get the OG Final Fantasy VII on Xbox as a Wii, yeah. just a port, not the remake. So sorry. Yeah. The green screen's messed up, and also I'm. There we go. But yeah. So the other big news this week is. Dragon's Dogma 2 has been announced. Have you played Dragon's Dogma 1 at all? No, I just thought it looked like no, a ripoff of uh, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, and I thought, Oof. hmm. But then people are just I like... I think it's very good. Yeah, I just wondered, like, how people getting interested in it, and I thought, hey, the Dragon's Dogma isn't too bad, and I think they have changed things about but then I've just been thinking about Two yeah. Worlds, that game as well. So I think I might yeah. be confusing that with Dragon's Dogma. So Dragon's Dogma, is very, it feels very like almost like an Elder, um, like a Dark Souls game almost as well. But there's like a lot of stuff about companions and sending companions to other people and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, what's cool, well I was going to say, it's on sale now for £3 on Xbox with all the DLC. So if you're interested in Dragon, Dragon's Dogma 2 and you want to play Dragon's Dogma 1, three quid. Like, you know, that's like a McDonald's. Just go get one, you know? It, it, just go get it. I mean, why not? Good RPG for three quid. I think that's a good deal. Um, my friend Smash Fiend, absolutely, Dean, absolutely adores Dragon's Dogma 1. So we might have to get him on the show when the second one comes out and see what he thinks about it. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, it's... yeah, so if you think about it, Dragon's Dogma 1 on sale is the equivalent of buying a... A chicken mayo sandwich, or if you can get it, a chicken BLC. Well, bacon BLC, I think. But if you get this one, along with a double cheeseburger, and then you get some McFlurry with it, then you can combine two nice. burgers, and you get a really nice burger, as well as the uh, ice cream to go with it. Oh, the drink, you can get some tap water, so that's all you need. So, free grid for that. Or you can buy a game that will take you like uh, over forty hours. So take a pick. Yeah, you could buy three single cheeseburgers off the saver menu, or a or a chicken burger off the saver menu. They're a pound each, so you get three of them. Mm-hmm. Or or Dragon's Dogma. 
your choice. <laughs> your choice what you do with our £3, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so yeah, that is all the big news for today. But I did... Uh, I kind of broke the internet last night uh, with Twitter. Uh, I, don't, I feel like... I feel bad about it. I kind of like saw a big pile of dynamite, lit a match, threw it over my back and walked off. You know, cool guys don't look at explosions. Uh, I kind of just let it all kind of explode. I, I, basically, what I, I tweeted out on Facebook, on Twitter, is that Xbox, the rest of the two, 2022 Xbox has a better lineup than PS5. And I had a graph up of all the games. Uh, PS5, there are four games that are announced for 2022. And Xbox has a massive list of games, like about 20 games. 20 games and people are mad people are very very mad at me and it's one of my most well it's my most popular tweet of all time and it completely blew up the internet so i thought i would um, talk about it briefly there's do something you, wrong with that... the there's something wrong with the day one game pass you mentioned about five games i think there's a lot yeah. more than just five it'll be like oh, yes. uh, 20 or even a hundred of those games on game pass yeah so i got this list up and i put I put straight on the PlayStation 5 side, and they're like, why haven't you put that as day one on PlayStation? So, well, if I did that, I would mean I'd have to get all the Xbox exclusives and also put them on day one on Game Pass as well. I said, mm. like, each game I'm only going to put on the list once. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I would have duplicates. The list would be ridiculously long. Because literally every exclusive is day one Game Pass on Xbox. So it's a, it's a stupid argument, that is, what people were making. Uh, then people and- were going... Quality I, over quantity, and I'm like, really? You think a nine-year-old remake of a game that's already had a remaster with less features is good quality at seventy pounds? Well, no. Well, it, no. If you think about it, that, <laughs> um, like, the the big reason why I had to choose between an Xbox and a PlayStation is because most of the games you get on both of these platforms can be played on any of these platforms. It's not really yeah. about the exclusives. It's about which prefer which console would you prefer. So you get like yeah. loads of people who are interested in PlayStation. Like, hmm, yeah, I think the PlayStation is alright. I'm comfortable with it. But I just find the yeah. Xbox to be good when it comes to multimedia. I like the Xbox Live as a whole. And I think the PlayStation 4, yeah. I was really hyped for it. And you can like do social media straight shares. But it wasn't yeah. long until like xbox caught up to that and then the playstation is still lacking features and that's when like i moved over to xbox like you've got the game attack changed you've got uh a equivalent of game pass but i think it's a bit little too late when i switched over to xbox because i prefer the xbox like features compared to the playstation and that's what oh, made me too. feel good and i'm also glad like now oh. minecraft you now might have to get an Xbox account, sorry, the Microsoft account to not only like uh, play the Bedrock edition of Minecraft, but also you oh. can play the Java as well, which means like it's no longer you, you no longer have a Mojang account because instead you have to get that Microsoft account in order to play both versions of Minecraft. Hence, they now like releasing Minecraft that you can choose to either play on Bedrock or on Java. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and you also get I assume you get achievements then. For, that'd be so strange to play it on the PlayStation and have a load of achievements 
pop up on the Xbox version. Hmm. Uh, so I was just looking at this tweet. So 60 retweets, 24-7 quote tweets, 576 likes, which is the biggest tweet I've ever done in my entire life. And it's still growing, and I'm still getting... Co- the whole of this podcast, my phone's been going off with people commenting on this post. Uh, I started a war, started a riot. Um, I have a PS5, I have an Xbox. Xbox, I much prefer it, honestly. The argument you could say is quality over quantity. Uh, the quality, yeah, okay, God of War Ragnarok looks pretty damn good, looks pretty awesome. Is it coming this year? Who knows? Last of Us remake, I have zero interest in buying because I've already completed it like 600 times and I've already got the remaster and the remake. The Yeah, the remaster. I see I'm confusing myself now with the re's. Um, and Stray may not be the... Stray ca- looks fun. It's, yeah, it's nice to play as a cat, but it may not be the cat's whiskers. <laughs> I was going to say the cat's pajamas. That's funny. We were... <laughs> Great minds. Uh, yeah, and in the Xbox side, like, all the comments I keep saying are like, oh, Xbox games are rubbish. Uh, like, they're all double-layered indie. I'm like, well, double-layered indie games can be great. I mean, High on Life, I am so excited for that game. I, I, I cannot wait for High on Life. Uh, Warhammer Dark Tide looks amazing. It's going to be a really cool co-op shooter. Uh, Atomic Heart looks amazing. That's not an exclusive, by the way. People caught me out on that. That's, that's fair enough. I, I renege on that one. But it is Day One Game Pass. And it looks great. It looks like uh, Bioshock almost. Um, what else is there on the list? I'm looking at the list now. Uh, bear in mind As that... As Dusk Falls I'm interested in now, because I've been watching videos about it. It looks like um, Detroit or like a Heavy Rain or whatever. It's made by mm. the person who made Heavy Rain. But it's an interesting art style. Uh, I think it looks cool. Uh, uh, are you talking about... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, are you talking about Detroit... Yeah, so there's a new game called As Dusk Falls coming out for Xbox in the next week or so, which the art style, the joke the people keep saying is the art style looks like Grand Theft Auto, the loading screen, the game, because it looks like the loading screen images from Grand Theft Auto. It's like it's, it's all hand-drawn and stuff. It looks nice. It's yeah. made by the same person who made Heavy... Or one of the people who wrote about Heavy wrote heavy Rain, and it's got like the same kind of choices and consequences. So it's like it's like... It's one of those type of games, like Harry Rain or Detroit. Apparently, well, there's consequences and stuff, and it looks interesting. I think it looks. I'm intrigued to play it. Well, um, I, I don't know about that because Quantum Dream, the developer of that, like, hmm, yeah. because the Heavy Rain is a glitchy, buggy mess and yes. sapped away my enjoyment. But then yes, it has this moment. <laughs> but uh, Detroit is the example of the work. It's the worst example of a civil rights allegory because yes. there's a lot oh, of Holocaust yes. and even like a lot of segregation. And like, they're doing that to yeah. robots and androids. Like, yeah, I watched the video that explains about that, despite me not playing the game. And it just already shows like there's a lot of discrimination that they try to put that across. When obviously, yeah. it, that's not the whole point. It's just the whole point. It's just like, accepting robots into society but instead it just seems like as if uh the robots are being segregated and stuff like that and now they just have to go into whites in order to prove their worth but that's not the whole point the whole point is to be able to have a much better understanding of what the dealing with the differences between them not having to go back at the humans or stuff like that i mean this is a bit 
messed up. But talking about it, I just don't know about the Dusk Falls. It's it's more simple, and they promise to save the gaze into story levels of yeah. Breaking Bad. So I think it's really interesting and how other people will try. play it. But I'll give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah I mean, it's like it's, it's it's all about a bank heist that goes wrong, and then it's like how your life continues on after the bank heist. I think. Uh, it looks interesting. It looks like they've got multiple routes, and you can play it multiplayer and stuff. Hmm. I'm excited to try it. I mean, I've I've I like those narrative type games, and it looks like we're finally getting one on on Xbox, and it looks fun. Yeah, um, you can also I mean, join them on like mobile as well. So I'm thinking like, hmm, maybe if it's possible that you could do the live stream, I join on my phone or computer, and then see what decisions we make. So hmm. get everyone. To, I don't really. I'm not very good with live streaming, but I can see if we can get everyone on board. What that'd be? That'd be a fun game to live stream. To be fair, that would be cool. I um, think it would be just me of... and you, really, because I think yeah. last time we tried to get the people across and something on like offensive messages tells us that we should yeah. not really invite strangers over that's true yeah people could be very horrible um the other game i'm looking forward to is plague tale requiem looks like it looks like a better version of last of us 2 last of us 2 sucks <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just starting fires all over the place today. I don't care. Um, the Plague Tale uh, Requiem looks really cool. Uh, you can control the rats and stuff still, and then you've also got a crossbow now, and you can stab people in the back. It's a very cool, it's a very bloody cool stealth game where you're playing as Alicia and her brother. Oh, what's his name? Hugo, Hugo and Alicia. I really enjoyed the first game was a lot of fun, and this one looks a lot more polished. Uh, it looks like the leap between again, Last of Us One, and Last of Us Two. Like it looks like that kind of leap, um, and I'm hoping it's not going to be a disappointment like Last of Us Two was. But <laughs> um, I'm always I always have to keep dropping that in. But yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to that. It's on Game Pass as well, so that, that's probably one of the top of my list. And Forza Horizon Five, Hot Wheels, baby, doing some Hot Wheels racing. That's going to be a lot of fun too. I mean, I'm looking at this list. People. Just, I'm mocking it, but I think it's a really good list of games. Even though there's not that one AAA banger coming out this year, there's not that one. There's not Starfield's not there, or there's not a Halo, or there's not like that one big game. But we've got a lot of AA and indie and good DLC stuff coming out. I feel like we could still got a lot to play this year, which are a lot of really good games. Yeah. What, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree? I think I would agree, but I think. If we just somehow look through and see what else that we can add to the PlayStation stuff, because I think I feel as if Sony's got like more stuff there, but then I mean they did the state of play yeah. and some of the games you've already been to before, so it just gives you a question yeah. like are they really touting their exclusives that are likely to be original or sequels than just yeah. like remakes? Well, the, the only state of play they've done this so this year's or showcase was uh, Jeff Keighley's or before Jeff Keighley's, and it was third party. So it was like, oh, Resident Evil Four, but that's coming to Xbox. Close to people coming to Xbox. Uh, like the big list of games that are still coming to Xbox. It wasn't really any first party games. Um, I'm expecting they're going to be doing a big blowout conference thing in September. I'm not the PlayStation expert, but for, like. At this moment in time, I believe those are the only four games we know that are coming to PlayStation. 
there's probably is more, but that's all I could find when I was looking it up. Like, and that's why people are mad. But it's, it, you know, I feel like, don't worry, PlayStation fans. I think there will be more games coming out this year for all your console. Just they haven't announced them yet, you know. Uh, and I did say that in my comment, but people didn't seem to grab. People seem to ignore that part, and people seem to ignore like, like people. I don't understand how you can read a, a, a simple image like this and get it like completely wrong. Uh, it's basically at the top it says games coming in the second half of 2022 and the people kept going what about Final Fantasy Remake Part 2 was like well that's 2023 what about this game that's also 2023 what about this game that's on the list already what about this game that's 2023 <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like I get so many comments like going what about Spider-Man 2 it's like well that's not coming out this year if it yeah. was you'd be on the list also if it was games that were coming out if it was games coming out next year the Xbox list will be even longer because they'll have Starfield, Redfall, Forza, Minecraft Legends, Wulong, you know, just to name five there. The list on the Xbox side will be even longer for including 2023 games. Yeah. Well, uh, I think it, at the end of the day, it's just... <laughs> I think that what the tweet taught to you more is that uh, it's really easy to get popularity by pissing gamers off. <laughs> if you go on and yeah. say, like... Uh, Xbox is better than PlayStation because of those games. It's like, no, 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 you're wrong. And it just goes into the more heated argument Whoa. about this, all this. So console wars I mean, I'm means not, money. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did post this because I wanted to get some bait. I wanted to bait some people and I did want it to be a fun console war conversation. But I also feel that this is... People have pointed out there's a couple of things I've done wrong in there, but... Mostly, it's an accurate representation <laughs> for what we know is coming the rest of the year, for the most part. There's one or two games that I... I like I said earlier, Atomic Heart is, is multi-plat, I didn't realise that. Um, and I put the DLC for Fallout 76 and, and Elder Scrolls Online on there. But technically they're multi-platform, but I forgot because Xbox owns both of them. So I was like, just like, yeah, they're first party. I'll chuck them on the list. Didn't even think about it, really. <laughs> you know... Um, Honestly, if I were to get more likes, then if I was to go on Twitter and like try to be a wild hour on it, then I'd just go in and say, well, games are for kids. <gasps> if you're letting a kid play Scorn, then you're a bad parent. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Too bad. I, I don't have any children at the moment. <laughs> I said that to someone on Twitter, on Facebook, and they shut them right up because they're going, "Oh, Xbox has all kiddie games." I'm like, so that's a PlayStation. Scorn's Scorn's a kids game. <laughs> Bloody hell, I'll be scarred for life if I played that as a child. Jesus. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. They uh, obviously uh, haven't seen the Nintendo's catalog. I was about Ugh. to say Nintendo's more kiddie, and I love Nintendo. Don't get me wrong. And also, if, yeah, if we put the lists next to each other right here, I, Nintendo beats up both of these lists combined. Even though I, I don't want to sound like a Nintendo fanboy, but they do. They have AAA exclusives every month this year, and they got more AAA exclusives lined up for all the next year as well. So, if in a competition-wise, I feel like Nintendo is still head and shoulders when it comes to first party anyway. Uh, uh, third party is where they fall down and lack of features like Game Pass and and stuff like that. Well, bear in mind that Nintendo eShop still has loads of games, including official novels and puzzles. Yeah. 
Uh, but, I mean, this cool. is the same problem with Xbox, where they got lots of uh, shovelware in as well. Yeah. But some of these games could be good, but I think it's just turned into a uh, saturated market uh, eventually. So, yeah. uh, so yeah. why were you buying these games? Oh, easy gamer score. But, okay, that's a good enough yeah. reason. So now it's just like, uh, buy the game, get achievements. So, so easy but enough. It, for me, it... For me, it's more of uh, why you play this game. It's on Game Pass. I didn't have to pay anything for it. Oh, okay. Now, I like to but... say that what's really good is there's an idea Xbox demo fest, and there's like lots of games demonstrate try. So I think there's a few games that are good, but the one that I like to mention because I yeah. worked in this kind of field before is Stuffed. It's a mul- upcoming multiplayer game where. You play as teddy bears, and you're supposed to like shoot things at toys. From what I seen, oh, like okay. while I was working at Launchpad, because this is a fan of Launchpad game, you get like um, yeah, they were working on the multiplayer, got the t- teddies to like get weapons and shoot at things, and I thought, hey, this that is quite good. that's quite fun. Like it's more of a kid friendly thing, so I've got the demo downloading, so I'm gonna have to try that out. But it's not the only game. Know, it is. Yeah, that's the not that's not the only game that's gonna come out from Fan of Launchpad, which even though it took years because last time I seen it is in two thousand nineteen. There's yeah. also like uh I think it's not moving out, but Get Get Packed and that game came out oh. on the Xbox as well. That's also from Fan of yeah. Launchpad. Now I'm just thinking oh. like oh hmm what were the University of Wales games? Oh yes, there's Cube and I think I Cube. saw that there's going to be a 10th anniversary edition of Cube on Aww. coming soon to the consoles. So, Man, that makes me feel old. I did testing on that game. <laughs> I wonder if I'm in the credits. I should be in the credits. I've never checked, though. Because I did game testing for it. So You yeah, did? I, yeah, yeah. I, like, they had a test. They had, like, an ep- they had like a room in the university. And they go, do you want to come in and test the game and play it for a couple of hours? I'm like, yeah. I play a game for free for a couple of hours, and I just yeah I played around with uh, played Cube in it when it was in beta form. Uh, I'm hoping I'm on the in the credits. I've never checked. You let me know in the comments below if I'm in the credits for for Cube. <laughs> yeah, and I also reacted to Cube too, and the people re- re- commented on my reaction because they do remember they recognised me from university, so that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was just that's funny stuff. Um, yeah, so. So really, the topic of the show was meant to be about Pride, but we kind of covered that at the beginning of the episode. And this, so this has kind of become the topic of the show. Yes. <laughs> really. But we could get... We, we, it, we could talk a little bit more about Pride, because I did want to mention it. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about it when it comes to gaming. Because we didn't really talk... We talked about Pride in general, but we didn't really talk about it in the gaming space. Um so obviously the, you get games like Tell Me Why coming out, which is uh, it's got apparently uh, a trans protagonist in it. I've not played it, but I've heard it's supposed to be really good. Oh. That's on Xbox. That's interesting. Um, and then obviously you have the, the trans character in The Last of Us Part Two. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the character now. Uh, that's being... not that's not a good example because I think it was like torture porn and the storyline. Yeah, it's not, not that maybe great. not good. Yeah. 
It's not because everyone thinks Abby's trans. Abby's not trans. It was just another character. They confused who... it with another character who's actually trans yeah. in the game. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of the character. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the character now. But she, uh, she was a little trans boy who escaped from this clan who were all transphobic and killing people basically. And they tried to kill, tried to kill him because he wanted to shave his head and he wasn't allowed. Uh. Can we just uh, change the subject from this dog shit game to some other better game? Yeah, sorry, I hate that game. I hate that game. So, like, you know that. there's, sorry. there's I Celeste. Just, just point that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying there is representation, but sometimes it's bad. It's sorry. I was just pointing out that there's bad representation and there's good representation. Let's go back to the good representation. Sorry. There's Celeste. Celeste that's saying. got a trans uh, character in it, and that's a very good game. There's also. I is think it was a day of. Yeah, that's why the Madeline was. It? She's a, a trans girl who's in this game. Oh, and I didn't going know that. Through. Oh, you didn't I know really that. Liked, uh, no, I liked Celeste. I didn't realize that. that. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah know she's that. definitely good. in the game. There's also a Day of Springs, and I think involves a trans uh, protagonist. And what you yeah. get free for this month is tell me why. And one of the main characters is a trans yes. man. So, yeah. I only played the first part of a game because there's like three episodes, but yeah. even though it's like talks about family, but it also talks about like uh, like one of the characters how they get through this painful childhood and being forced to do things yeah. that is associated with their own gender, and I think there was yeah. a lot of like heavy stuff with it, but at the same time, it's actually an interesting narrative game. It's got a nice control interface to it, so I would say, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much worth playing, though. I've heard it's supposed to be really good. Um, I mean, we were talking about narrative games <coughs> like Detroit and uh, As Dusk Falls. That's a really good narrative game, apparently, and it's made by the same people who made Life is Strange. So if you like narrative games, definitely pick it up. I've, I, I, I've got it downloaded. I've been meaning to play it for a very long time. I've just never got around to it. But if, if it is very good, tell me why. Um, definitely worth trying. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but it's yeah, not just was... about the trans games. There's also like games yeah. that celebrate gay and lesbian relationships. Like there's unpacking. Like spoiler alert. Yes. There's like the it involves the story around someone who eventually goes into a same-sex relationship with someone and goes for a more blissful ending. There's also like oh, okay. Uh, I didn't realize that. There's Night in the Woods. I think that's what it's called. It involves a, a cat with a baseball bat and lives in this autumn town. There's a same-sex yeah. couple which involves a bear and a fox. I don't remember the names, right. but it, it's definitely one example of a same-sex relationship. And I think Not there's, no. and I think there's plenty of others where there's like gay, lesbian and bisexual characters in as well. So Oh yeah. So you definitely I mean, find plenty of these. But there's definitely games that has a trans protagonist in as well, so bear in mind. I mean it's good that uh, that it's being normalized a lot of the time as well. Like with mm. unpacking, I completed unpacking. I've I've got all the game to score on that and I didn't realise that. It was a it was a uh, the lesbian relationship. I didn't realize yeah, that's that why. the story. But no, I, I, that's interesting because, like, you know, now you said it, it's like, oh yeah, okay. 
I didn't I didn't really think about it too much. I was like, oh yeah, that, now you said it, I was like, that makes sense. That's good, progressive. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. Um, I you know yeah, I've got all the gamers going on that. I'm trying to think of more games that have that kind of stuff. Obviously, with games like Mass Effect and stuff, you can be a, you can be whatever you want and you can date whoever you want. Hmm. Uh, that that that's like also quite quite which is quite good. You could be your whatever shepherd you want to be, and you can date whoever you want in the ship. Uh, you know, and then there's like Life is Strange, and that has definitely has lesbian relationships there, amongst other oh, things. Right. So, yeah, there's plenty of this sort of stuff going on. But I think of it. Yeah. Also mentioned that the Xbox not only has a creation uh, collection of all those LGBT uh, titles as well as games made by LGBT people. So, and don't forget there's non-binary people in as well. Like The Undertale has a non-binary yes. protagonist. So you definitely get those oh, sort yeah. of games and there's, too. And there's, a gay c- and there's a lesbian couple in Undertale as well. I for- uh, that's a good one. That's a good example. I could remember. I forgot about that. Then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alphas and oh, what's the name of the other character? Hmm. I don't know. She's I just... like a warrior. She's like a warrior badass. And I can't remember her name. She's like the coolest character in the game, but I can't remember her name. That's really I also, <laughs> I also love that boss love battle too. Like there's a music, and you get chased by her. So it just goes into yeah. the more interesting bits there. What I like about it is that it's it's there. There's a gay relationship in the game, but it's not the be all and end all. It's just like it's just there. It's normal. It's fine. Like, can we just be cool? Like, I love that. It's like I mean, you know, like because sometimes it feels like they tr- they try they're almost like pandering. Whereas I feel like this is perfectly done. It's done very well. I think it's done very 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 well. And uh, yeah, and sales one of my favorite games of all time as well. By the way, top ten definitely. Um, if you never played Undertale, definitely play it. A lot of fun. Also, bear in mind that Xbox also does the Pride celebration, like Halo Infinite. You can get a Pride emblem. That's about it. Yes. So so that's neat. Also, in Forza 5 and 4, you get a car that has Pride colors on it. So that's cool. They also announced the controllers for Xbox, which, if I bring this up, because last time I did Pride controllers and they're not that great and now they do like yeah. pride controllers for this year and they they just yeah, plastered you... loads of those uh pride flags down like trans flag bisexual flag all this yeah. stuff along with the white if you can send buttons me them, on if it you, if you can se- yeah if you can send me them in the discord i'll put them in the post i'll put them in the episode i when i get into the editing stage so um but yeah i like yeah, I thought it was, I think it is an important thing to bring up Pride because a lot of people kind of just overlook it. I feel now, especially because corporations have kind of took it on board. I also wanted to mention the fact that uh, I looked at all the Xbox podcasts that I could find, and I went through all of them, looked the majority of them, and I feel like the majority of Xbox podcasts there are there are a couple of women in there, but majority are, are cis male podcasts. Mm. But all all the entire panel. Uh, 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 a cis male, straight male. Uh, I feel like is important. You is very important, and I'm glad that I've got you on the podcast because you do bring something to the podcast that's a bit more unique, and you, like you give me a different perspective, and it's not always, it's not the same type 
like the same people with the same kind of background all talking about the same yeah. games. Yeah. We have I could get a different point of view, which I feel is is really good, and I appreciate you, and I'm really glad that I do this podcast with you. And it, Thanks. Be, and, you know, well, you, you're one of my best friends, and yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I've known you since before you started to transition, and you know, you still like we, I just haven't felt any differently. I feel like we've, we've always, if anything, we've become closer since then. I feel as friends, and I'm really glad I could do this podcast with you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tearing up. Now. Thanks. <laughs> I'm tearing up. Yeah. <laughs> I really feel oh, blessed, really. So it's really good. But uh, bear in mind, uh, <laughs> I think it's just um, I almost came out as trans sorry. in like 2008, oh. but then back then there wasn't enough trans awareness there. So, but no. I've been held back by internal transphobia, like my family, especially, and I yeah. seem to be brought up where it's, it's ridiculous if you Ooh. switch to the opposite sex, but then. But and I think it's just contributed to my internal transphobia, and I have to always play as a male character in games. Loads of games you play as a male character. Right. Character car- creators chose male characters, but I think it's just one of the right. times that I felt really special was when I played female characters. It's like I get the second version of Pokemon. I play as a female character. I thought, yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah. That was wasn't until like Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. And that's when I started to main the female character in games, and I didn't look back since, because I think, I think the thing is, it's just what matters to me the most, and being the male character, and that's when it's one of the things that started for me to like explore my identity. Like in the nineties, yeah. I tend to like distance myself from like uh, games that has a female character hence I'm like against Tomb Raider because there's a female character but I think it's right, just like okay. when I got Tomb Raider I thought yeah it's, it's pretty good and getting along well with it and then I think when I was playing the yeah. demo and then realised I'm like a female character and it's just when I feel like gosh I feel really special as a girl but I haven't really looked around yeah. it so I've been like an egg for like decades but I think it's just like after so much stories and looking stuff online and how I was confused about my feelings, I then looked it up and yeah. then realized, you know, uh, I used to thought like surgeries is the only way to go into be trans. But when I realized that there are much easier ways to do this, like there's meds, there's acceptance of identity. And I just feel like, well, I had to go through his uh, trans room and so... And when I did that, I feel much better about myself. But the cost of it is like really bad because when I came out to my family, they went that accepting. They went a bit passive aggressive about it. They became more accepting and many of my family members are now like fully accepting. But it's taking a very long time for my entire entire family to do that. But I can assure you that this is the most difficult part of my transition and this has been accepted as a trans woman by a family as well as society because yeah. if you bear in mind it's easy enough to like do the decisions and you feel great about it what's really pushing many people yeah. back is the societal implications of being trans same way like when it comes to coming out as gay or lesbian you really have to like deal with the societal implications of that too so there's always going to be prejudice and they usually expect you to go back in your closet 
And this is really difficult yeah. for me, really. No, I, I mean, I was going to say I understand, but I, I obviously I don't understand really what it's like. It must be it must be very difficult. Um, as I said, I've I grew I've grown up. I'm a cis white male, straighter, pretty much. I've I I've you know I've got I've I've it's something I've never have to really even think about really as for having a yeah. fight for my identity like that. Uh, it's you know I feel you're so brave for doing it because I I you know you, you I'm hoping that you've, you sh- 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 like you know this shows that like you inspire other people to do the same. I hope. I mean that's Thanks. what I'm hoping. Well, bear in mind that <laughs> I know it's I know it's an Xbox yeah. podcast, but you know I do feel it's important that we do cover some serious topics as well. Uh, like we obviously we covered the the stuff that's going on in Ukraine last week, but also I feel like this is very important as well as Pride, especially yeah. when there's so much homophobia, xenophobia, transphobia, and all that that's coming back into society. I feel like we need to yeah make sure that we we stand tall together. And what's it's just gone worse in the recent years because. Many states in America have gone against uh, trans people and they're looking to get rid of gay marriage. And there's systematic racism that's happening there as well. Also, Hungary has got a dictatorship. They they are getting rid of legalization of uh, trans people like years ago. And they helped like get this ban on trans athletes in swimming. Well, trans women at least. And Poland is becoming more yeah. anti-LGBTQ, and they even got rid of abortion. So it is particularly scary. So, <clears throat> but uh, also bear in mind that in this gaming world, you still have this problem. Like, there's the domination of like cis white cis het white males, and how much is becoming more of a default, which is why. Like, if there's women gamers, you fall into one of two things. You either, like, get in and you end up getting, like, receive a lot of requests and lots of men, like, try to appreciate you, like, because they yeah. think of you're beautiful and trying to, like, get in bed with them. And it's become yeah. a real pain because they have to get spammed with messages, harassed and stuff yeah. like that. On Facebook, I do get lots of chases as a trans person, and that was a bit of a nuisance. But the yeah. other part is, if you go in the gaming, you don't seem to be believed as if you're a female ga- gamer. Like, if you try to hide yeah. your photos or stuff like that, you just go in. At one time, I was playing the game on Call of Duty Black Ops 2 about a decade ago, been playing the map, and one of the people says, like, Oh, this boy has a high-pitched voice. And others say he's like, I'm a girl. So you get shit like yeah. that. Also, you do like have uh, men like sending insulting messages to other women. And there's ev- yeah. there was like, even one time in the game where we were playing Uno. One of the players, of the the lady players like won yeah I won and stuff like that and then others said like shut up bitch and that type of thing so it's obviously tells like how difficult is not just for LGBT people but also to people of mixed races and uh, BAME communities as well as like women as well so you can see how much of a default culture has been 
integrated into the communities, whereas the games, yeah. not so much, and people are trying to get more awareness of the diversity, and yet there's a lot of gamers, and even the other communities, like in films industry, like they say anything yeah. that is different to their cult, default culture, uh, speech marks, they call it as woke. Yeah. So, and that is just mm. where they're trying to dismiss all this diversity stuff and feels if yeah. everything's all right back then. Well, if you go in the UK, you've got like adverts say, oh, McCoy's a man's crisps. You can't eat a Yorkie if you're a girl or stuff like that. And it's just yeah. the whole peak of lads culture where if there's anything that is really pretty good, advertise it to lads because because if there's any girl stuff that you give it to women and they're being like reduced to being like second weight. So this yeah. is just really bad. Even weeks in a PlayStation magazine, like there's like half naked ladies and all this lad stuff. And when someone complained right. them in letters, it said like, uh, like they've been like being uh, uh, placed into hormone shame because they complained about a lot of lad stuff that is not particularly safe for young boys who read this news, yeah. uh, well, magazine. And it's just like, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I know I. I know I've been like dribbled on about it, but you get my point. Really. No, 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 it's fine. Um, so I, yeah, because I've, I've never read that magazine, so I was like thinking about that. It's like you know, that just seemed weird to me. Xbox um, magazine I'm, back I'm, back in the early two thousands is slightly better. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't really remember how the communities are like, but but it was more a bit better than another PlayStation magazine back then. Yeah. I was also just thinking about what you were saying about what culture in like TV and stuff. Like they just brought out this Obi One TV series, mm. and there's a character in it who's a black woman, and people are like, "Oh, why is she a main character?" I'm like, and she was really good, a really good character. Um, and I was just like, in my head, I'm like, "Are you really a Star Wars fan?" Because you know James L. Jones first voiced Darth Vader. Lando Calrissian was like a main character. Like, you like, well, you don't like black people in Star Wars now. Like, what's going on here? I, don't, I don't understand that logic. Uh, like, it's yeah, bad. Said, as you said, the the walk culture, and then also Miss Marvel's just come out, and it's not doing very well. And people are saying it's too woke. And I'm like, I don't get that because I've watched it, and I'm actually think it's a really funny and really well written show, but. I think it's just more the case of like reactionary white wing stuff where they use the work yeah. as a token to label anything which they feel is too justified for them when obviously people don't seem to mind that like many decades ago. So, I mean, yeah. what the hell? I mean, it's just bad. But speaking of which, yeah. like, it's just really difficult. Like, when I was in VR chat and I was like, play the female avatars and like trying to feminize, give her the more femme voice. Yeah. Few times I receive transphobia and there's even those who are like trying to force me to use a male avatar because they think they think that I should be using a female avatar. And to be honest, I get a lot of this shit from others who 
expect me to go back in the closet or just like spit yeah, at them or be uh, like be rude towards me. So it's really bad. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think there's I think there's also like other examples where uh, I don't know. It's just uh, yeah. I I just forgot what I was gonna say, but that's all but, right. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's like obviously I feel like after we've been talking for about an hour and a half, I feel like it should be stated here that obviously uh, we do not stand for transphobia or homophobia, sexism or racism no. here on Xbox in the box. Uh, we but, like to be inclusive and let everyone be a part of our community, and I feel like that is something I should have mentioned earlier on, not right at the end of the podcast. But yeah, we <laughs> like to be, we like to uh, ev- everyone should be able to be an Xbox gamer, and you know, the only thing we should be united in is hating the PlayStation fans. I'm joking, but <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> but but I think their minds that you have to remember the two things. This you still get toxic communities. Not just in Overwatch yeah. and in League of Legends, I imagine, but you also get them in Halo, especially in the past. Which is why there's a video that talks about like sh- the shit people say, which are homophobic yeah. because of someone's gamer tag, and that's named Halo Homophobia Evolved. And there's another thing where you still get communities who are like anti-LGBT. Like when Xbox like did the Pride stuff on Twitter. People keep like reacting to it and say, "What's the point of this?" and stuff like that. And then Xbox makes really good comebacks to it. One of them says, "Like, yeah. why do you keep posting L stuff?" And then Xbox says, "Like, it's LGBTQ." So they try to like go against them in a really cool fashion. So and then you just have more that. supportive creators, companies, and doing that. But I think really it's just like. Trying to be able to keep standing for all LGBT people, BAME communities, as well as everyone else. So, yeah, it's all of this matters really. It does, um, and I'm glad we've got to do this special episode to do, together today. Uh, yeah, obviously, if you're here just for Xbox news, I mean, we did cover, a, we did do a bit, of, we did do a bit of Xbox news, but I'm glad you stuck around, and you know, I feel like it is important to discuss this stuff. And uh, I'm I'm very um, you know I'm proud to be with Alice here on the podcast, and you know if you if you're transphobic, homophobic, sexist, or any of that, f you. There you go. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't want anything to do with that. You know. Or read a fucking manual and read a room <laughs> because I think read it's important that when it comes to people who are hateful, because I think I've been like being hateful in the past, and I've been like transphobic or homophobic in the past but then I understood them all about their issues and realised I think it's important to stand up for them and be more accepting to these people and I think that one of those things just helped me to be more like become a trans woman and get to understand more about the LGBT communities because I think the important thing is it's not go against them, it's just be able to understand them, so understanding is the medicine, not trying to exclude people even if they say the dumbest things, because I think when there's a lot of people who feel yeah. it's cool to say gay towards anything as a slur, it's just in the same way yeah. of saying, oh, the people are stupid, therefore they're autistic, when this is actually a slur. 
So I think it's important yeah. that people shouldn't be using people such things as slur. It's just because you're pretty much insulting the minorities. So we're doing as yeah. much as we can to understand that. It's not the case of like, I mean, all... oh, it's not the... Oh, it's just like you mock the minorities to be cool. Well, it's not so cool about it anymore because we are fucking people. We're human. Yeah. Trans whites are human whites. Exactly. And so is other people in the minorities. All of their lives matter. And yeah. I'm I mean, just saying, not just... I mean, there's Black Lives Matter. There's trans women of women. I mean, a lot of these yeah. things are very important. And you should really yeah. give respect to them, 100%. Yeah, and then... So, with Black Lives Matter, I think it's important to point out as well. To say All Lives Matter back is not... that. No, you, don't, you obviously don't get the point. They're saying Black Lives Matter... Uh, because their lives are under threat by police officers who are being breaking the law and being abusive, so the term "Black Lives Matter" is for that. It's not. They're not saying that they're more important. They're just saying that they're everyone's lives matter. Like you know, the Black Lives Matter is an important thing as well. That's why mm. we shouldn't gloss over. Uh, well, I was I was going to mention something now. I've totally forgotten what I was going to say now. Um, well, well, I was just going to say empathy. Just try and get some empathy in your life. It's it's really not that hard. When I was in primary school, I, I was told about the story of the Good Samaritan, you know, in church. And I, I'm not a religious person by any means whatsoever. I, I'm, I'm anti-religion a lot of it. But it's the story of, you know, you should treat people the way you want to be treated. I don't understand why that's such a hard thing to grasp. Why don't you try and think about it, what you would feel like if you were in someone else's shoes? And that's as simple as that. It's something I picked up as a primary school student and it's the fact that people are grown adults who still don't understand the simple concept of empathy blows my mind you should try you know as i said try and picture yourself in someone else's shoes and maybe you might understand it a bit better because you know not everyone is the same we're all different we're all unique and you know doesn't mean that anyone's worse because of that you know you should, you should try and be a bit more open-minded that's that's how i always feel about this stuff and yeah, I could already, yeah, I, I feel that I feel that's important for me to, to point out there is that you know, be good to each, just be just be good to each other. I mean that's what Bill and Ted say at the end of their films: be good, be excellent to each other. That's it. We'll go with yeah. that. <laughs> Bill and Ted <laughs> try so, to lighten the mood, <laughs> but yeah, be excellent many, to each other. What about the many and to all many of the listeners, who some of you might be Christian. Remember, there's a phrase in the Bible to say, love thy neighbour. Exactly. And I think that might be a suitable place to end the episode, unless you wanted to talk, is there anything else you wanted to cover? I uh, would like to mention about the Pi controllers. I ended up yeah, going sure. to the Xbox Design Lab, and what I got is like, yeah. a mixture of Siren and Magento with it, which Ooh. makes it really good uh, trans colours. Uh, didn't get a little bit of white in it, but I got red, yeah. orange, and purple in it. And I think, yeah, it oh, just nice. still works for me to this day. Although the play and charge thing from the Xbox One controllers is not working perfectly, so I switched back to WA batteries. And it doesn't uh, have the best latency or accuracy of the input, but still works like a real charm. And it was a neat present to get for my birthday last year so 
Yeah, but I think you That's really may cool. they may have some pride skins on design maps. So it's worth checking a look. Worth checking that out, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's a really cool I mean that's a really cool feature that Xbox do and I, you know it's it's awesome that it's do stand with pride and stuff. Um yeah, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, if you you're always welcome here in the with the Xbox the box podcast we we as I said we quite we want to, we want to pride ourselves on being inclusive and letting people in to talk about Xbox because you know we're we're trying to be a community build up a community here and have a bit of fun and uh, I feel like yeah we're inclusive and you know if you're going to be a bigot then please do not. Uh, sign in <laughs> do, not, do not please do, uh, you know unsubscribe <laughs> I, mm. I don't want you involved but if you if you want to you know talk to like minded people about Xbox then you know this is the place to be mm. um, yeah so it was, it was that, is there anything else you want to cover today I think that's about it well on next week Fair. yeah thanks for doing this episode I, I thought it was important that we covered Pride uh, especially because you know, obviously, you're part of the LGBTQ community, and I feel like it's important that we discuss that. And we, uh, and I like to thank you so much because it could have been different, but it yeah. was a decision well made to like highlight the pride stuff, try to get the understanding there, and also appreciate other yeah. creators who worked hard to get us notice as well. So from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for allowing this thing to take place this week. No, it's not a problem, and I'm, I'm glad we got to do this. Um, so, obviously, next week will probably be a bit more of a normal episode, but I'm glad we got to do this, this bit of a special episode. And I, you know, I appreciate your t- I appreciate your time spend, spending time with me, Alice. I uh, always enjoy the podcast with you, and, you know... I'm gonna make sure I don't cry again. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I've noticed that some people have left some lovely reviews on iTunes and given us five stars. If you could keep doing that, that'd be fantastic. Pushes up the chart. Same with Spotify. Same with YouTube. If you just leave a like or a comment or subscribe and just you know spread the word about the podcast. And or we, we if you really been appreciate it. Or if you've been watching on YouTube, like and subscribe and. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. (laughs) Thank you guys for watching. um, And until next time, happy Pride Month. Take care now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Potato Chief or on YouTube at Potato Chief. Or follow us on all podcast services. Thank you for listening.